Welcome back to the program, hour number two of the Bill Michaels Show. We are glad you were with us. Badgers get a nice win last night. Knock off the Iowa Hawkeyes. They go to Maryland, then they come back home for a big matchup against uh, the 13th-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes back at the Kohl Center. So a good matchup coming up next Thursday out there. The Packers, in the meantime, they continue to get ready for the Detroit Lions and then ultimately the postseason and the run to uh, possibly a Super Bowl. Joining us now for the Packaday Podcast and PackerReport.com, uh, Andy Herman now joining us on the hotline. Andy, how you been? Hey, Bill. Great to talk to you again. I've been doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Hanging in there. I guess uh, the biggest question is who are they going to get back and when? Give me your thoughts on – we'll start with Bakhtiari and Jair, Josh Myers, Billy Turner, and do they see Zedarius at all? We'll go through those guys. Yeah, great question. So uh, here's where I've kind of been at. I think they're going to get, obviously, like Randall Cobb, Jair Alexander, I think are, are pretty decent bets for that divisional round game. I know they want to see David Bakhtiari this week. I'm not sure that's going to happen, but I still think if they give him a couple weeks and he's able to play in the divisional round, that they would give him the opportunity to start over Yash Nyman if that comes uh, to fruition. So I'm going to say all three of those guys are back divisional round. I'm going to say Myers and Turner would potentially be a little bit after that, maybe more around like the you know NFC Championship game, assuming they would get that far. And I, I've sort of been on the, the same page all along of, you know, with Zedarius Smith, until I see him out on the field, I'm going to take the approach that I'm going to expect that he's played his last snap as a Green Bay Packer. I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that he makes it back at some point. I know Aaron Rodgers has made mention of that, that maybe they are able to get him back. But uh, the fact that he's not practicing, the fact that uh, everything around him has been, you know, shrouded in mystery, um, something just has seemed up with it the entire time. And maybe it's just a legitimate back issue. And we know those can flare up and be an issue. But until I see him back on the field, I- I'm going to kind of continue with the idea that he's played his last down as a Packer. Do you think it was a back issue or do you think there's something else? I mean, because there's been a lot of people that have had speculation about why he – I mean, granted, the 18 snaps that he played in the opener, he didn't look good. He looked like he was slow. He looked like he was stiff. So I get it. But is there something else shrouding all of this, do you think? I think the overarching is probably some sort of back issue. I think that, you know, probably the the most realistic answer is probably the easiest one. But it still has seemed like something has been up and off and, you know, him not you know necessarily spending the entire time with the team. There was contract questions prior to the start of the season. And again, I'm not saying any of that's the, the case. I, you know, the, again, the most likely scenario is just that it's a bad back, but um, everything just has seemed a degree off. And the fact that, he, again, he hasn't been practicing, all of it just seems to me like potentially he's played his last down in Green Bay. What about Jair? How close do you think he is to coming back, or do we see him on the field this weekend? Yeah, I think he's going to be a divisional round guy as well. I think, the you know, again, if they have the opportunity to get the, him out there and play a few snaps this weekend, maybe that could be the case. But I, I think they're just going to want to be as cautious as possible. And, and maybe they get him in a handful of snaps just to get him some game time. But uh, I think giving him that extra couple of weeks, letting it heal a little bit more and getting him ready for that divisional round and, and not maybe taking a hit to the shoulder that could potentially, you know, knock him out for an extended period. I think it just makes more sense to hold off on him. I think when you're talking about a guy like Jr., yeah, the, the shoulder's a question mark, but he knows how to cover regardless, right? Like, yeah, maybe some of the tackling stuff could come into play, uh, but I don't think there's any question that if he gets out on the field, he's going to be able to shut down his side of the field from a pure coverage standpoint. His shiftiness, his athleticism, that's not going to change based on his shoulder. So maybe you don't play him in the slot because that could open up more tackling and more issues for the shoulder, uh, but I still think he's able to get out on the field, hopefully come divisional round in some capacity. 
Talking with Andy Herman of the Packaday Podcast. So now the next question is, how much do you play Aaron Rodgers? I, I'm watching all the talking heads. I mean, uh, I was watching the Four Letter Network today, Fox. I'm also watching the NFL Network, and they're all saying there's no way in hell they would play Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron is hell-bent on playing, and I think 99% of me says he will be playing on Sunday. So how much would you play him? Yeah, I expect him to start. I think maybe he gets a quarter, maybe only a couple drives if they go out and play well those first couple drives. I'm sure they would love to get you know off to a strong start, which has been something they've struggled against Detroit, especially in Detroit, and certainly struggled with this season. So getting off to a nice, quick, fast start, maybe getting a couple touchdown drives and getting them out of there, it would probably be ideal. But I do expect to see him in some capacity. Um, I do think Matt LaFleur and, and Aaron Rodgers' messaging has been clear sort of all along since even the post-game press conference from last week. That could certainly be, you know, just for show, and maybe they don't play him at all, and maybe they don't risk his toe, and, and that could certainly be the case as well. But I would not be surprised if we see him out there in some capacity. But I, I'd be surprised if it was more than a quarter. Devontae Adams, how much would you play him? Obviously, you're going to get him the record, but do you give him a full dose of a couple of catches, three, four catches early, and then get him out? Or do you, you know, a half? How long do you play Devontae? What I would really like to see here is it, it, everything in lockstep with with Rodgers. If the starters are out there, if Rodgers is out there, if Adams is out there, then play them together. And when you pull one, pull the other ones, whoever you want to keep safe at that point, do it all at the same time. I think you almost risk more injury if all of a sudden you introduce a variable, in this case, Jordan Love, right? If you just bring Jordan Love in and you keep everything else status quo, all right, now maybe he holds the ball a little bit longer. Maybe he, you know, throws a ball over the middle that normally Rodgers wouldn't throw and, you know, Adams takes a big hit. I think anytime you introduce a variable like that, it just kind of puts everyone at a little bit more risk because they're not playing with their within their normal rhythm and the normal consistency as they would with everyone out there. So if you're going to sit Adams and Rodgers, then you know sit the other guys that you want to protect, but do it all in lockstep together. So if Rodgers plays a quarter, then let Adams play a quarter as well and kind of have them joined at the hip a little bit. So here's my next question, and we were talking about this earlier, because you got Jordan Love, who has got all the starters reps going into Kansas City, and nine straight weeks he's been taking starters reps now. I'm excited to see what he's been able to accomplish and how much more polished he looks. Are you anticipating and really looking forward to seeing what Jordan Love can do? Because you know he's going to get at least a half a half's worth of play in this contest. Yeah, unquestionably. And, you know, I know he, we got a little bit of Jordan Love this past week, but, you know, that's in sort of unexpected time and just sort of in garbage time. But you know that he's going to be preparing in some capacity to play uh, this week, you know, likely at least a half, if not three quarters. And I, I do think that that's probably the outside of keeping an eye on injuries for this game for Packer fans. It's probably the one a thing that you're keeping an eye on. Maybe you want to watch some of the records or things like that. But how Jordan Love looks is so incredibly important, regardless of what Green Bay wants to do with Aaron Rodgers, right? Because if they want to extend Aaron Rodgers and say, hey, you can play four or five more years, and they decide that maybe they're going to move on from Jordan Love, I don't know that that's the case, but certainly him looking great helps you if you do want to potentially move him to another team and give him an opportunity to start. If he looks amazing, then maybe that changes your calculus as you look at this offseason as well. I think the biggest thing that you can have as Packers decision makers is as much information as possible to make the most educated decision and getting as much of a look at Jordan Love certainly allows you to do that. I still expect them to pursue Aaron Rodgers this offseason with, you know, every ounce of their uh, being to make him that, you know, he's a Green Bay Packer this year and moving forward. But either way, you want Jordan Love to look good. You want him to look better because that's ultimately what's going to be best for you, whether you keep him or if you trade him. 
Um, when you talk about the possibility of, of getting Aaron Rodgers back, and I know it, it all comes down to money, I and mean, we have to be honest about with it, you know, because um, he's going to make a ton of money, and they're already way over the salary cap. But is it just as uh, – because Rodgers said it's not about the money. Do you expect Rodgers to say, you know what, let's just tear up the contract, let's rewrite it, and let's uh, I'll take less money to stay? I think there'll be if he, assuming he stays, which I'm leaning towards that way as of now, but I still think this could take a million different bends before we get to that point. Um, I do think that he redoes his contract, but I think that's more of an effort to push money down the line and uh, open things up for you know uh, another window uh, with him coming back and making sure that potentially they could keep a Devonte Adams. And even with him, you know, signing a, a lesser deal and pushing money down down the line, that doesn't necessarily make things easy for bringing this you know, team back together. There's going to be a lot of really difficult decisions for Brian Gutekunst to be made, but I would be very surprised if his contract stayed as is. And he came back, I think in some capacity, he's either going to rework it to push money down the line. They probably give him some additional money and bonuses and incentives. I think we're going to see it reworked in some capacity. The uh, defense, you know, I, I, I talk about the defense and the ability to stop the run. They're tackling. They're still the number one tackling team uh, via pro football focus in the entire NFL. Is that the deficiency right now going into the postseason, the ability to, con to continually stuff the run, specifically late in ball games, Or uh, is it maybe, you know, when you're talking about playing a, a playoff contender, are you talking about, the say, the first quarter woes for the offense or special teams? What right now concerns you the most heading to the postseason? Yeah, I think, you know, I'd like to see Green Bay get off to some better starts and not have to maybe fight back down from 7 nothing. I think you consistently get yourself in that situation in the playoffs, and you just open up more opportunities for all of a sudden you're down 7 nothing and now a big fumble, and now all of a sudden it's 14 nothing and you're playing from behind, and the entire calculus of the game changes. So I'd like to see that improve. Uh, special teams is certainly always going to be a concern. I might be crazy, Bill, but I'm not super concerned about the run defense. I know that game uh, against Cleveland looked pretty awful, uh, but outside of that, that was the only time they've allowed a, a running back individually to go over 100 yards all season long. I think, as you mentioned, they're the best tackling team in the NFL. I think they've been much more gap sound. I think you watch them set the edge and really funnel everything back inside much better against Minnesota and sort of course correct after that game. I could be totally wrong, and maybe they get run over by some team in the playoffs, but I have a lot more confidence in this Packers run defense than I think other people do. What team is most likely to really give them a headache in the postseason? You know, it's an interesting question. I think anytime Brady's out there, that gives you a headache. He gets rid of the ball so quick, and it just changes everything in your defensive approach. And he's just, you know, he's so ultra competitive, and uh, his teams generally rally around him. So Brady, I think, is always, uh, you know, uh, you're just somebody that you fear come playoff time. Uh, Dallas is the, the really interesting one to me, and I think that's still a game that Green Bay wins, and I would pick Green Bay to win heads up. But I think there's some interesting things that Dallas does. I think Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons coming off the edge, especially if Green Bay's not healthy along the offensive line. I think that's something that you could look up as a matchup that could be dangerous for Green Bay. I think Trayvon Diggs and his ability to pick off the ball and get turnovers and that defense being opportunistic. If all of a sudden Green Bay loses a turnover battle in a game, that's something that could flip Green Bay. Um, and I think Green, you know, Dallas has a similar setup of wide receivers you know, with, with uh, Cooper and C.D. Lamb that Minnesota presented in the game where they struggled to stop them defensively. I just think there's some questions that Dallas can ask that, you know, Green Bay is maybe going to be a little bit more challenged to answer than maybe other teams have at this point. Talking with Andy Herman of the Packaday Podcast, joining us uh, on the hotline. Um, so I, I had a friend of mine, you tell me if you think this scenario is is even plausible. 
But you've got, uh, during the bye week, you've got uh, Nathaniel Hackett's going to interview with the Jacksonville Jaguars. The the thought in Florida is that he then leaves. Rodgers loves Nathaniel Hackett. They put a trade together to send Trevor Lawrence to the Green Bay Packers, bring that down Aaron Rodgers, and then, because they're $70 million under the cap, they have enough money to go after a guy like Devontae Adams. Do, do you think it's even plausible? Yeah, I, I think it probably not, but I'm at the point now with all of the offseason transactions and the quarterback carousels and certainly with what we saw from Rodgers this past offseason, I'm certainly at the point where nothing would surprise me anymore. Um, I, my guess is if there's going to be a quarterback in Green Bay next year not named Aaron Rodgers, it would still be Jordan Love, and they'd give him that opportunity. I could easily be wrong there, too, and again, nothing would surprise me. And it just feels like to me that there has been some real reconciliation between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers this year where things are in a much better position. You can see them, uh, him and Brian Gutekunst even talking and almost goofing around at times at practice. I just think they're in such a better spot. Rodgers has spoken about it. I'm right now leaning towards him being back, but – I can't say it enough. Literally nothing would surprise me anymore. Yeah, I think Rodgers is going to be coming back as well. So as much as people want to, you know, kind of talk about it, and it makes great radio, don't get me wrong, but I believe he's going to be coming back. You can't let the guy walk away. I don't think there's another situation out there that he would say, this is better for me than what I have in my own backyard, right? It's the best situation for Green Bay, and it's the best situation for Aaron Rodgers. And sometimes that doesn't mean that that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, but Rodgers quarterbacking this team, he's been all about legacy all along and cementing his legacy as a franchise quarterback for the Packers. You know, he mentioned before this all happened. That's what he always wanted. I think that's what he was sort of upset about is that he wanted to be the, uh, you know, a, a career ender in Green Bay, be a lifetime Green Bay Packer. And Green Bay wasn't reciprocating that. I think now they're in the, the mode of reciprocating that. I think they realize that that's best for them as well. And, and hopefully that's what ends up happening for both parties. Uh, do the Packers get a win this weekend? I think they do. I mean, again, this is a coin flip game and a borderline exhibition game. And we know that Dan Campbell's team is going to fight and, and, you know, tooth and nail to win every game, regardless of if it's best for them or not. So I think Detroit will give a good challenge. And I don't think Green Bay is going to keep their starters in a lot. But I think they're going to really try to get off to a fast start with Rodgers, get those starters out of there. And I think hopefully that bakes in a, a big enough lead that, that Love and the rest of the crew will be able to kind of maintain. I think Detroit maybe will check out of this game at some point as well. We'll see. But uh, it should be semi-entertaining considering it's still an exhibition game. But uh, I like Green Bay in the end. I do too. Andy, always a pleasure, my friend. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it, buddy. There you go. Andy Herman of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. You can find his stuff at, at Andy Herman NFL on Twitter, at Andy Herman NFL over there on Twitter. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical Center. New Mail, they've been uh, getting it done for a long, long time. Uh, my friends over at New Mail, they have been uh, you know helping guys with ED for a long while now, and they've got a 98% success rate, all but guaranteeing the fact that they can help you out, as a matter of fact. All but guaranteeing it. And it's 2022. Uh, you're only a week into the new year. It can be a new year, a new you, and let's just say the ED thing, that's no big deal. You don't have that. But what happens if, say, like right now you're starting to fall face first into your computer because you're tired or you're driving around out there or on the job site, whatever it happens to be, and you're just smoked. You can't figure out why. Got no energy. It's just you're just down. Could be low T. If you're over the age of 30, get checked. It's, uh, it's something that's very, very real. Or maybe you just uh, are looking at yourself going, you know, I need to jumpstart the only one weight loss program. I need to lose a little weight. Get fit, feel better. They've got that as well. They can help you out. 
414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That is the New Mail Medical Center. All you got to do is call one phone number for all their locations right here on the program. 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Make sure you tell them we sent you. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin want to remind you, yeah, it's uh, it's getting brutally cold outside. And if your house is leaking air like crazy, uh, with so many reasons to see Pella Windows and Doors right now, they've got the top ten. Top ten. Gina Della's top ten reasons. Number ten. Pella uh, of Wisconsin installs year-round. Year-round. So don't worry about doing it now and thinking your house is going to be frigid and cold and such while they have all the windows out because it won't. They seal off the room, they do the windows, then they pull the tarp back down so you're not going to have your whole house losing heat. That's number one, or number 10, really. Uh, number nine, every Pella uh, of, of Wisconsin installer, they're all Pella certified. They're good people, man. They've all done this before. Number eight, Pella of Wisconsin, their team, they complete the installations in as little as a day. Number seven through five, a 2020 national survey, rated Pella windows and doors. Number one, highest value, number seven. Number six, highest quality. And number five, most preferred by homeowners. How about that? Number four and three, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Six lines to fit your style and your financing budget. So they got that going on. Number two, right now, you can call and you can get the best offer, and that is five years, no interest, five months, no payments. How about that? And number one, because the offer ends by the end of the month. So get a hold of our friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. Or set up your free consultation right now by simply going to PELLAWI.com. That is PELLAWI.com. Again, PELLAWI.com. Good stuff from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Thanks to them for being a part of the program. Appreciate it as always. So, Monday morning. Think about this now. If you're a Packers fan, I want you to listen. Monday morning, what is the headline? What's the headline Monday morning? You wake up, you read the paper, you, you open to the uh, sports section. What is the headline Monday morning? What do you think the headline's going to be? Rick says, what's your thoughts on the Raiders-Chargers tie and their both-in scenario? Um, I get it. If the Raiders and the Chargers both tie, then they both end up in the postseason. I don't think it's going to happen. I would say 99.999% of me says they're both fighting for a postseason spot. It's not going to happen. It would be the biggest fix in the NBA. Just an FYI. It would be the biggest fix in the NBA. Wouldn't happen. So you tell me, what is the headline 
come Monday morning. Um, Chris says, our buddy Chris Phineas chiming in. He says, I hope it's not disaster in Detroit. I hope it is Detroit Rock City Packers roll. Not bad. A.A. Ron says, no new injuries. Good one. Larry says, love puts question mark in Packers' head. Now, Larry, answer me this. He puts a question mark in the Packers' head about how good he played or how poorly he played. Because there's two sides to that. You can look at it in two different ways. Um, Jason says, uh, no love. Meaning Jordan Love did not play very well. Uh, Mike says, worst, uh, worst headline, Rodgers torn ACL out for playoffs. Oh, my God. I think you could follow it up in a uh, one of those one ads when you talk about you know people needing help with moving. That would be Matt Lafleur. You know, wanted former NFL coach needing to evacuate city quickly. Uh, ben says players holding COVID chicken pox party get it out of the way during the bye week. That's that's awesome. I love that. That's awesome. Uh, Justin says, uh, Aaron Jones doesn't do anything. What the hell, what the hell kind of a headline would that be? Sometimes I don't think you put any thought into it. Uh, guys and dolls says, uh, uh, what does he got? Jones sits, Adams rolls, Rogers throws for four. Okay. Adams rolls means he uh, gets the record and then gets out of there. Uh, Badger Dave just says, uh, Packers win, get ready for the postseason. Okay. Uh, what, what, I'm, what will the headline be on Monday? Because is it going to be Bakhtiari plays well, Jordan Love plays well, Jordan Love doesn't play well, Adams gets the – is the big news coming out of the game that Adams gets the, the record? Gary says easy win. I don't see. I don't think it's going to be an easy win because it's going to be kind of considered that third preseason game. You let the starters play a while and then you get them out of there. You get as many of your 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 higher end starters out of there as you can, or guys that are nursing injuries. Uh, Rick says love gets love throws four touchdowns. Oh. Jason says, Rodgers sits, Packers win. That would be a headline. Todd says, Motown records fall like January snowflakes. Ah, oh, Todd, you're poetic, man. You're killing me. That's awesome. I like that. Packers win. Adams breaks record. Rodgers throws 20 for 20. First quarter, love sucks. That's from Mark. Uh, Jason says uh, over in the uh, Twitterverse says Aaron Rodgers tears ACL still plans to play in postseason oh my goodness 
I, it's, I, what, what do you think the headline's going to be come Monday? I think it's a lot of, lot of, a uh, lot of good consternation, a lot of good thought process out there. Space Kong says, uh, "Hey, unit, uh, great topic. Preston Smith reaches double-digit sacks. That's his first headline. Second headline is Jair does not play. Bakhtiari back only plays a few snaps. Rogers looks sharp in season swan song." Love, still a question mark. There you go. Uh, Mark says, as a longtime Vikings fan, uh, oh, my God, Mark, I'm not even going to read that. That's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, Aaron says, LaFleur's decision pays off. Packers stay hot. Good stuff. I just, I, I just wanted to see what your thoughts were. Coming into the contest this weekend, there's so much – um, I'm getting asked questions, and I thought, you know what? I'll, I'll ask you the question rather than you ask me because I don't know if Bakhtiari's going to play. I don't know if Jair Alexander's going to play. Nobody knows. Red China has kept it very secret. Wink and a nod. Smile. Ha <laughs> ha. Bakhtiari had a really good practice. Then didn't practice the next day. What the hell does that mean? Here, needs to test his shoulder. Did he test it? Yeah. How did he do? We're not telling. Okay. I'll get it. So then what? Then you got the next question. What about, uh, say, Josh Myers? Josh Myers, Packers take video of Josh Myers back at practice running through drills. Looks great. Josh Myers ready to return? We don't know. We'll let you know. He's not off. He's not been activated. Red China, man. So I don't know. You tell me what the, uh, what the headline is going to be come Monday. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Glad to have you. Good Friday. Getting you ready for the Packers and the Lions coming up this weekend, the culmination of the NFL season. Some teams are going to look different uh, going into next year. This is it for some. Um, how different some teams are going to look, I would assume, by the time you look at some of these different teams, you look at like the, the Jacksonville Jaguars with so much money to spend under the cap, and obviously Trevor Lawrence is their quarterback moving forward. They're going to have a new, hood, a new head coach by the time it's all said and done. How much different are they going to look? Uh, Patriots, they Mac Jones is their guy. Now they just got to build around him. A few more pieces, add a little bit defensive backfield, they're good to go. Miami, do they still have Tua or do they make a move? The Jets are the Jets. I don't even want to get into the Jets. Cincinnati's got to add an offense. I mean, their offensive line is terrible. Uh, Joe Burrow, the most sacked quarterback in the National Football League this year. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's going to look different. They're going, to add, they're going to have to add a lot of pieces. That offensive line is porous. Big Ben, this is going to be the end of the line for him. How much different are they going to look? Cleveland, what are they going to do with Baker Mayfield? Are they going to play? Is Baker Mayfield that awful, Ben? I mean, Cleveland just does, they don't want anything to do with this guy. I don't think he is. I think he's been more hurt this year than people are letting on, and the offensive line has just gotten absolutely crushed. But I don't think he's that good at the same time. 
I, right? I, I, I don't think he's great. I don't think he's number one overall material. But I, they just want they want nothing to do with him in Cleveland. I mean, they just want him out big time. Um, so I don't know what Cleveland's going to end up doing. My assumption is they're going to move on, but you, the, the old adage is it's great to move on and start fresh and all that kind of stuff, but what are you gonna, who are you going to do it with? It's not like you have the number one overall pick and there's another quarterback sitting out there that you're ready to – unless, of course, you're going to go, say, for Russell Wilson – do they make a move for Russell Wilson? They're not a bad team. They've got a really good run game, a decent defense. Their defense hasn't been as good as everybody makes it out to be, but their defense is okay. But do they do they go after a free agent, or do they try to do it again via the draft? So we'll wait and see there. Baltimore, obviously, they'll get Lamar Jackson back. they got to bolster the defense and give him a few more pieces. They'll be good to go. Tennessee, Derrick Henry's coming back. They'll continue to go, uh, get better. Indianapolis, they need a few pieces. Houston, what are they going to do with Deshaun Watson? That's going to be their biggest offseason move because they they can't really move and rebuild that team until they move on from him. So big offseason coming up for Houston. Jacksonville, we already mentioned. Kansas City, they're going to continue to kind of add some pieces around Patrick Mahomes, offensive line, and then defense. But, again, you can only do so much when your quarterback's going to be making a ton of money come next year. Chargers are on the rise. Vegas has some things to they got to figure out what they're going to do quarterback wise in Denver as well. That's another thing. Um Washington has to add pieces. The Giants are a train wreck. Um big big off season for Green Bay when it comes to uh, Aaron Rodgers. What what's going to happen there? Is there going to be a coaching change in Minnesota? We know a coaching change is coming in Chicago. It's all but a given. And then how this was the other question that I was listening to uh, last night while I was driving home from the huddle was even though, I mean, the Bears are a storied franchise and, you know, George Hallis and Monsters of the Midway and there's a lot of lore when it comes to Chicago, is it really that good of a job anymore? And if you have Ryan Pace, who cares? Because Ryan Pace has been part of the problem. And even if they get rid, rid of Ryan Pace, you still have Ted Phillips as the president down there. He's been part of the problem. So it's not that good of a job. Even though it's still Chicago and it's one of the bigger markets, it's still not that good of a job. So what are the Bears going to do? Detroit, we'll see what they do in the offseason. Tampa Bay, obviously, is Tom Brady going to come back for yet another season. they got to find a, a full-time quarterback in New Orleans unless Jameis Winston's going to be their long-term answer. Atlanta, it, God love Atlanta. They're just kind of stuck right in the middle. They They ascend just enough to make you believe, and then they just crap the bed. Carolina, uh, they got to figure out what they're going to do with uh, quarterback before it's all said and done. Get Christian McCaffrey back, but what's he going to be when he comes back from the injury? Uh, the Rams are the Rams. They pushed all their chips to the middle of the table. They don't have anybody. Uh, they don't have any draft uh, uh, position. I don't think. I think they got like four choices. Then there's Arizona, San Francisco, and is Seattle going to move on from Russell Wilson? So there's a lot going on in the National Football League. How different is the league going to look next season? when we we start training camp you know and that that's just not including our own backyard because if the Packers keep Rodgers and Rodgers does not take a pretty large and substantial cut in pay what is this what is this roster going to look like and is Devontae Adams going to be here and is he going to be happy because if he takes a franchise tag he's probably not going to be that happy so there's going to be a lot of change a lot of consternation coming into the season next year <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Uh, by the way, the uh, when we were talking about headlines come Monday for the Green Bay Packers, uh, Ben, you said toilet seat girl breaks or sneaks into Packers hotel, brings Antonio Brown with her. I that now that made me laugh. I have to admit that that made me laugh out loud. I mean, if the and, game isn't that interesting, it's all third right? string guys. What are you going to write the headline about? And Antonio Brown is, uh, according to Odd Shark, is the uh, odds on favorite to land in Green Bay, if anywhere. So maybe he uh, wants to get a taste early, so to speak. No, that isn't going to happen. Antonio Antonio Brown's going to be the furthest uh, at the furthest point away from Detroit. He's not going to be anywhere near it, not unless he's there to catch a an NBA game or a, a hockey game. Other than that, he's not going to be around. Not at all. No Antonio Brown. Oh, please God, no. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, but the NFL is going to look different next year, big time, big time. Uh, this one is from uh, Carl from the South Side. He said uh, the headline's going to be, pack your bags, we're headed for the playoffs. Well, Carl, I agree with that, but we're not packing our bags because they're at home through the playoffs. Pack your bags, we're headed to the Super Bowl. Now, I could see that. But not pack your bags, we're headed to the playoffs. MJP says, poorly timed injuries put Packer season in doubt. Everybody's fearful of injuries come, come Sunday. Everybody's fearful of a, a big injury on Sunday. Man. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, do it. I... Uh, this is from Mark, who says, uh, Rogers goes down in freak accident. Bite your tongue. Bite your tongue. Um, Jamie says, Bakhtiari plays and plays well, ready for postseason. Matt says, Love plays well enough to put question mark in Packers fans' head. Interesting. Uh, Rick says, uh, Jordan Love doesn't play to expectation. Please bring Aaron back. Okay. 877-867-1670. Um, hey, Bill, heard a rumor that the Super Bowl might get moved to Dallas. Is that going to happen? Uh, you, that's not a rumor. I mean, that's true. That uh, if indeed they uh, impose restrictions – when it comes to social distancing and mask mandates and such at SoFi Stadium in L.A. County, then, yes, they're going to move that to uh, Dallas. I saw that this morning, as a matter of fact. I don't know where I was watching it. I don't know if it was on one of the news channels or if it was, like, on Good Morning America or something like that. But, yeah, that uh, with the rise in COVID cases in L.A. and in California in general, if they impose mandates on social distancing in uh, at events, uh, and start to limit the amount of people that are allowed at events. Yes, the NFL is going to move it to Dallas. That's what that's. I'm hearing the same thing too. Oh, Joe says headline: Love hurts. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Love hurts. Who who sang that song? Nazareth. I think it was Nazareth. I could be wrong. Check. Go back and check. Nazareth. During the break, we'll check. Nazareth. Oh, bang. Get me a music trivia, will you? Bam! How about that? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the Lions at Ford Field. I'll have live reports from Detroit. I asked the Packers veteran safety Adrian Amos if he feels the need to play in his final game to keep sharp for the playoffs. Um, I don't never, you know, like to use the word need because, you know, I got to go with whatever happens, happens type thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, if it's a regular season game, I always want to go. Going out there, you know, to Detroit, so to sit there and not play would be very frustrating for me. I actually want to go out there and play and, you know, get it. One of the Lions' leading receivers is rookie Amonra St. Brown, the younger brother of Packers wide receiver Equinemius St. Brown. Um, as an older brother, I'm really proud of him. You know, I know how hard he worked his whole life. You know, I was there side by side for most of it. So um, I'm really happy for him, you know, knowing that they're not having a great season right now, that he's having a chance, you know, make plays and score touchdowns. With the final game of the season, I asked Matt LaFleur if Sunday's game is an opportunity to get a look at some of the team's younger players and if he and GM Brian Goodikin have come up with a short list of backups they'd like to get a look at. Uh, we we haven't because we're, uh, despite what I would say that the public opinion is, it's not a meaningless game. I told you guys exactly what we told our players. We want to keep the momentum going. So you have to approach it like every other game because if you don't go out there and play your best, you're going to get your butt whooped. A couple weeks ago, Detroit destroyed Arizona. They beat Minnesota right at the end of the game. Shoot, they had Baltimore on the rope. So this is a team that plays well. Well at home, I know they're going to be highly motivated to give us everything they have. That's Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Good stuff from our buddy Mike Clemens. Brought to you by our friends over there at the Bay Motel in Green Bay. Bay Motel, quiet, cozy, comfortable, great place to stay for your family. Open seven days a week, the Bay Family Restaurant. Good people over there. Uh, they're just a mile from uh, Lambeau Field. And as the postseason gets here, they have rooms available. So if you're looking for some postseason action, uh, call them right now, 920-494-3441 if you're looking for uh, to get a room in Green Bay. 920-494-3441. As the postseason gets here, or go online at baymotelgreenbay.com. 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 Uh, Sunday night baseball. Did Am I reading this right? That Alex Rodriguez might be doing a Manning cast type of Sunday night baseball telecast? That is correct. Reported with Michael Kay, who I believe oh, is a God. Yankees broadcaster. Yeah. I love He's the, the guy idea. that goes, the Yankees win. Yeah. Which I can't stand. Unbearable. I love the idea, but A-Rod? No. He's not funny. He's not... There's nothing to it. I just... No. You can't do better than the Manning cast. Not unless it would be Snoop Dogg and, and Larry the Cable Guy. Or... Jim Gaffigan, you you just you you can't do better than that. Baseball kind of already has it too. With with baseball tonight, they have Pedro. They had John Smoltz right. before he went to Fox, and that's really good. So I, I don't yeah, get you it. you can't you can't do better. You you this is a bad idea. They're going to pay him a lot of money to do it, and uh, it's going to last a year, and then after that, nothing. It's going to take you, him you, off the broadcast though, which means I might watch yeah. it. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. Um, boy, that's just a bad idea. Is there anything at all 
that would even be remotely interesting about watching um watching a rod that do that i do you find him entertaining at all no i find him unbearable i do too but the biggest positive about that would, would mean that matt vasgersian can now actually have a good broadcast oh that too yeah i'm not uh, not a not a big fan of that um Cheap Noyan says uh, the headline on Monday is going to be No Love in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Ooh. Tim Dillard. You're right, Adam. Adam hits me up on Twitter. Tim Dillard could do a Manning cast. Do you ever watch Tim Dillard? Yeah. The he's Brewers? hilarious. He, he's great. Tim Dillard could do that. That would be fantastic. Yeah, you're right. That would be, yeah, you could do something like that. No problem. I would love to see Tim Dillard do something like that. Um, R. Jack says uh, the headline's going to be uh, No Love in the Motor City. Justin says, uh, what's that? Oh, he says Tim Dillard as well. Tim Dillard would be great. Do you ever watch his stuff on social media? Um, what about Kirk Bankert? Does he have a does he have a possibility to do this stuff in the postseason or not in the postseason? He'd still be part of the roster. Oh, you mean seasons to come. Okay. Post career is what you're saying. Uh he's more of a gamer, though. He's not a he's not a social media guy when it comes to doing funny stuff or shtick. He's a gamer, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. He is pretty funny on Twitter. Is he? I mean, I follow his stuff, but I don't I I mean I think he's more of a Oh, by the way, John Sterling, thanks to our buddy Ernie Betts listening. Nazareth, by the way, not only covered Love Hurts, but uh, that was the Everly Brothers that did it originally. I didn't realize that. Nazareth, the rock band, did it, though. But the Everly Brothers were the original. But our buddy says it's John Sterling is the one that goes, Yankees win. That, oh, that's just it's which is just awful. But, uh, yeah, Tim Dillard could could do that. I, I would agree with you. Good stuff. Uh, Walter from New York says, um, no way I want to see uh, A-Rod doing any kind of a Manning cast. He's terrible. Walter listening to us in New York. Walter, appreciate it, man. Listening to us up there in New York. Uh, he, by the way, pays attention to us on Twitter and over on the YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to for free. Uh, Thorstein says uh, the headline should be Aaron Rodgers comes out of game unscathed. He says, sounding pretty rough today. Do you feel bad? I don't feel bad. I just sound rough today. I actually turned the corner last night. And as a matter of fact, I just went downstairs and tested again. No Rona. Just a, just a head cold. Just a bad head cold. So that's good news, I guess. But uh, for the fourth time this week, I've tested. Negative every time. Every time. Kristen doesn't believe it, but negative every time. Uh, Dan88 says, uh, the only thing we should care about is whether or not the Packers add up any injuries that are going to sustain through the postseason. This team is going to get healthier when everybody else is getting more banged up and trying to get themselves jockeying for position. Uh, the Packers are in a great situation. Is what I, I, This is probably what we should ask. 
So, okay, taking the headlines out of uh, the, the Monday uh, discussion. So what do you th- what, what do you fear the most from this Green Bay Packers team? And this is probably going to be a topic all next week because we'll know then most likely uh, the mat- – well, 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 we will know. I shouldn't say most likely. We will know the matchups and then the most likely team to come to Green Bay to face the Green Bay Packers. So the question is, what do you feel is the most likely thing to trip the Green Bay Packers up in the postseason? Uh, Steve says, I believe the headline is going to be the reserves bring home the win. Uh, Tried and still true says, uh, LaFleur makes huge mistake by starting Rodgers season over. Uh, Josh says, I hope it's Lions backdoor cover. (laughs) The betting aspect of this falls into place. There you go. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. Stay right where you're at.